Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. listeners find us as possible. If you haven't subscribed and written a review yet, please do. A big thank you to everyone who's taken the time to do so already. Please know that we read every single review, often out loud to each other, and appreciate all of the feedback and snoozy love in each one. This episode is supported by Fresh Air. Tonight, by listener request, we'll be reading the next section of the classic children's story, Heidi, published in 1881 by Swiss author Johanna Spiri. It's a novel about the life of a young girl in her grandfather's care in the Swiss Alps. Heidi is one of the best-selling books ever written and is among the best-known works of Swiss literature. We left off at the end of Chapter 2, with Heidi's first night at Grandfather's house on the mountaintop. Heidi and Grandfather get along better than would be expected, given his reputation as a surly recluse. Heidi falls to sleep in her new hayloft bedroom, dreaming of the two captivating goats she met that day. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. 
take a few deep breaths. Three. On the pasture. Heidi was awakened early next morning by a loud whistle. Opening her eyes, she saw her little bed and the hay beside her bathed in golden sunlight. For a short while, she did not know where she was. But when she heard her grandfather's deep voice outside, she recollected everything. She remembered how she had come up the mountain the day before and left old Ursula, who was always shivering with cold and sat near the stove all day. While Heidi lived with Ursula, she had always been obliged to keep in the house where the old woman could see her. Being deaf, Ursula was afraid to let Heidi go outdoors, and the child had often fretted in the narrow room and had longed to run outside. She was therefore delighted to find herself in her new home and hardly could wait to see the goats again. Jumping out of bed, she put on her few things and in a short time went down the ladder and ran outside. Peter was already there with his flock, waiting for Schwanli and Barley, whom the grandfather was just bringing to join the other goats. Do you want to go with him to the pasture? asked the grandfather. Yes, cried Heidi clapping her hands. Go now and wash yourself first, for the sun will laugh at you if it sees how dirty you are. Everything is ready there for you, he added, pointing to a large tub of water that stood in the sun. Heidi did as she was told and washed and rubbed herself till her cheeks were glowing. In the meanwhile, the grandfather called to Peter to come into the hut and bring his bag along. The boy followed the old man who commanded him to open the bag in which he carried his scanty dinner. The grandfather put into the bag a piece of bread and a slice of cheese that were easily twice as large as those the boy had in the bag himself. The little bowl goes in too, said the uncle for the child does not know how to drink straight from the goat the way you do. She is going to stay with you all day. Therefore, milk two bowls full for her dinner. Look out that she does not fall over the rocks, do you hear? Just then Heidi came running in. Grandfather, can the son still laugh at me? She asked. The child had rubbed herself so violently with the coarse towel which the grandfather had put beside the tub that her face, neck, and arms were as red as a lobster. With a smile, the grandfather said, No.